0: and gentlemen welcome back to another episode and the return of the guardians with concerns podcast a weekly destiny podcast of course i am one of your hosts john perez and joining me making his return on this cabal train to hell please welcome back andrew walker andrew how are you doing
1: i am doing wonderful
0: much andrew, like this how
1: podcast doing? i am glad i'm doing well I am very excited to be back. Just like uh, I'm very excited. That
0: Destiny Two seems to really be back. We are we are back, baby. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so good to be back. It's so good to bring this podcast back. Full transparency. Um, Drew and I were talking about you know bringing this podcast back. We love. We both love Destiny so much. I don't know. I'm sure you can say the same thing. But it is one of Absolutely. our favorite games of all time. At least this, the, as, at least the series as a whole. That's what I like to think. It's just like one of my favorite series of all time, games of all time. Um, So we're talking about bringing back the podcast just because it's so much fun to talk about Destiny, especially with the new uh, DLC Warmind, Um, but we were really wondering what's the best way to bring back the podcast, and if you're a listener, you may hear some background noise right now, and that is because... Honestly, the best way, especially time wise, to do this thing was to do it during our morning and afternoon commutes. Um, so, if you hear some honking, if you hear some just kind of like background noise, like just constant, the kind of like sounds like someone driving. Yeah, that's because we are we're we're driving right now. Andrew, how's your commute uh, so going far, so, so far? So good.
1: Uh, my usual slowdown is like uh, what? Already past it. So
0: oh, awesome. What? What um? How long does it normally take you to get to work? It's about a
1: forty-five minute drive. Uh, if there's rain or some okay. crazy weird traffic situation, it can be close to an hour.
0: Right, right. Okay. All right. Uh, let's just get right back into it. Welcome back, of course, to uh, the Guardians with Concerns podcast. Uh, with that, there's lots of news to talk about, and let's get right into it. All right. With war mine now for a couple weeks now, we have a lot of news to go over. Number one, Bungie sent out a developer roadmap for the rest of the year what it looks like. With 1.2.0, which came out with Warmine, we had Seasonable Crucible Rankings, Valor and Glory, Private Matches, a Vault Space Increase, Multi-Emote, Exotic Weapon Masterworks, shout out to the Vigilant Swing, and Graviton Lance, Seasonal Vendor Progression, Exotic Weapon Sandbox Changes, Heroic Strike Modifiers, which change each and every single day, and Nightfall Challenge cards. Now on May 29th, they had the 1.2.1 update, which did Faction Rally Improvements, Crucible Labs, Exotic Armor Sandbox changes, which you can read in This Week at Bungie, and in July we'll have even more. In July we'll have the Souls of Heroes Seasonal Event, we'll have Bounties Back, Expansion 1 and 2 Raid layer Prestige, PC Clan Text Chat, Year 1 Triumphs, and more Exotic Sandbox changes. And then, of course, in September, which, mark, which kicks off year two, season one, we have the big changes. We'll have gear collections, records, weapon slot changes, weapon randomization, new gameplay modes, and more, yet to be revealed probably at E3. And that's all the news we have. Uh, we'll kick it back to the show. Whew! That was a lot of news there. Andrew, uh... Let's just get right into kind of just thinking about Warmind. It's been a couple weeks since the game has come out. Uh, what are your overall thoughts on Destiny and, and the state of Destiny and where it's at, especially with this whole new DLC, Warmind? So I was really excited about Warmind. Um, as much
1: as I had kind of gotten cold on Destiny, even with Curse of Osiris, I was excited by what I was seeing. Uh, Warmind Resputin has always kind of been one of my favorite aspects of Destiny since he was introduced in Destiny 1 and I was really wanting more uh, to do with him. So that part, just that name, had me excited. Um, I feel like Destiny's really back to what I was hoping Destiny's Two would be when it came out. Um, it's kind of cliche. It's been said a couple times with different updates, but I really feel like it's there, you know, going to Mars. I feel like there's actually a lot to do, and it makes me want to just play and roam around, and I haven't really
0: wanted to do that in Destiny 2 like I did in Destiny 1. Right. Um, I think I want to kind of get into my topic right now because how the show works is we both bring topics to the show. Um, so my topic is really about the grind, you know? And I remember in vanilla destiny two, when destiny two first came out, there really wasn't a grind. You know, you would get like, let's take weapons. For example, you would get a better devils and you would never want a better devils again, right? Because there's no randomized roles or there would be nothing to chase. You would do your weekly milestones for the week and you'd literally be done, Yep, right? Um, With this new Warmind, there's so much to do. Not only do I feel like there's collectibles to collect, i.e., right, sleeper simulants or doing the 45, like, little uh, things you have to shoot on Mars or whether that be the quest for... um, What's that scout? The new scout rifle or um, the power level... Overall, I think is great. I love how power level is not fast. It, it's a really slow got They've they've slowed progression down. They've slowed up how fast you level up, especially with light level. I love how there's end game, actually end game activities to do. Right, like that are hard, like Spire Stars, which I don't. I haven't even completed yet because I I, I my group and I aren't even strong enough yet. I don't think so. Or Escalation Protocol, which, again, I haven't even attempted at least past the the first second. We can't can't even get past the second stage um, or the second round of it. It's really hard. I just love how much grind there is. How do you feel about the Uh, grind?
1: I'm I'm very excited about it. Like I said, I I like being able to just pull it up and dump some hours into it, but maybe even without a specific goal. You know, there were plenty of times in D1 that I just went and roamed around in patrol doing you know, heroic public events and and patrols and such, because I was just trying to grind up some level, uh, you know, get some more glimmer or whatever it was I needed to do. And I just haven't had the the want to do that. But having this grind back was great. Um, And then the only complaint I had about it, uh, Bungie's actually addressed to a degree, was there was that huge gap in rewards that you could get from stuff outside of your, your weekly milestones and they've now added in with the heroic strikes that you can get uh, gear that's actually up to your level up to I think it's 360s so yeah. that even makes me want to do strike playlist and I was very disappointed that now not only did I not enjoy a lot of the strikes but there wasn't even the, the reason to do it at the end um, so I think adding that ability to get gear and then also the keys for escalation protocol uh, it makes me think about those loot chests that they had at the end of Strikes in Destiny 1. And it's, it's worth it just to know that you're going to get one of those at least.
0: So my question for Strikes is with the new update, with the, I think it was like the newest update, uh, update 1.2.1, 1, I believe. It'll, every three to five Strikes, it'll drop a legendary... Where it'll be up to power level, is that up correct? power level 360, yes. Up to level power, okay. So where, are, like, let's get into our own guardians. Where are you with the warm mind? Like, how how strong is your power lo- your guardians, and how much do you have to do still? Uh, I am up to 349. Uh, with my 349, head- okay. So you're hitting, like, that 345 wall yep oh i'm past it everything i have is at least 345 oh yeah it's that that wall hurts man like you get to that wall and it just stops you like it's, it's literally like crashing into a brick wall um how do you feel about the parallel? level like are you are you happy with how fast you're progressing or how slow even how slow you're progressing or how's how has your experience been so far with with warmline i guess uh, well with uh, the time that I have to play which isn't much and the fact that I'm now trying to play on two platforms because I don't know what, you need by it. the way you need to get you need to scrap Xbox no one, I don't know how many friends you play on Xbox but you need to, you need to hurry up and get in this ps4 train I'm at 347 on the PS4 so all right I can get on all right let something. me know when you want to play we need I we need to just run you through some night balls, run you through some easy easy peasy.
1: Definitely. Yeah, and I haven't even done any of the rage yet, still. But we can get into that later too. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, um, what what is your goal right now? Like, what is your other other than trying to gain power level? Like, goal, I guess.
1: Honestly, I would like to really play through Escalation Protocol. Uh, yeah, I've done the first round and started on the second one, and it's a it's a lot of fun. It's a really cool event. It makes me think of Cordoborix, except you know it takes longer. Obviously, those were done within two minutes, but. Um, I really like it. I feel like it's what I always imagine when I picture Destiny in mm-hmm. my head, um, especially some of the cinematic mm-hmm. scenes of everyone mm-hmm. fighting. Um, so I, I really want to be able to actually do that and feel like I can actually do it and, and I'm just, uh, that I'm not
0: just a hindrance. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I think for me, Escalation Protocol is probably the coolest, if not the coolest thing of about Mine. I think it's better. I honestly think Escalation Protocol is better than the raid. And I'll tell here's why it's because not only can you have a lot of people, which is great, right? You can have up to nine players. By the way, we'll talk about kind of the fixes they need, uh, what we think they need, still need to fix in Destiny 2, and we'll get to that later. But right now, it's all about praising the game right now, right? So for me, the right. Porn Call is better than anything. I think it's the best thing in the game, at least PvE-wise, because you, you're fighting bosses that are actually moving, that are actually trying to chase you down that are actually just, just mowing you down, punishing you. It's hard. It's rewarding. Um, what I like about it is that it's the opposite of a raid, right? If you think about what a raid is, and raids are fun. They're very mechanics-based sometimes. But at, at the end of the day, in any raid, what are you doing? You're standing in a spot and you're shooting at a boss that's literally just standing there. You know what I mean? And it's like, And you're invincible like you get some sort of power up where escalation protocol you're literally exposed everywhere you go you know and this boss is just running around yeah there are mechanics to do in in it as well which is fun but at the end of the day it's like can you do enough power damage while trying to avoid thralls while trying to avoid exploding dudes while while trying to avoid the boss while trying to keep your space all that stuff I don't know I think it's great what are, what are your overall yeah, thoughts yeah. about a special protocol? Do you love it? You just want to get past the uh, second stage. I need to get past the second stage too, as well.
1: Right. That's, that's my biggest thing. I, I, I think I like it. I haven't been able to really get deep into it enough to know for sure, but it, it feels like what I want. And the fact that it's also these new hive that I don't have just muscle memory reflex for you know, dodging and dealing
0: with their attack just adds to the fun of it. Right. Awesome. Um, anything else to talk about there? Um, I did want to get into uh, the Bungie. Um, the, the, we talked about the This Week at Bungie in the beginning, but I just wanted to get our overall thoughts about Warmine. Um, continuing to talk about, we'll talk about This Week at Bungie. And later on in the episode, we'll talk about the Bungie roadmap. And we'll talk about what's next to come. But right now, it's all about kind of our review of Warmine. What did you think about the story and the, um, the campaign of Warmine?
1: Uh, so, like anything else that's Destiny yeah. related, I really wanted more. Yeah, um, I, I, I loved the story. I thought it was really cool. I like this idea of this Guardian exploring her past that's only partially her past. I like, And I liked Rasputin. I wish there had been more Rasputin, yeah. but I guess he only speaks Russian, so it wouldn't have done me any good yeah. you know, to hear him talk more. Yeah. But, uh, I like the implications and this idea that there's now this other
0: faction that's only loosely on our side. Yeah.
1: I, I thought it was really cool. I really enjoyed enjoyed
0: the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. it could've been longer. I think for me, for <laughs> me, I loved um, the fact that it sets it up for future stories down the road. You know, where I think what I think this does is with the mine with with Rasputin with Anna Bray. Um, we're eventually gonna have to fight the darkness. You know, one day, right? Whether it's in this game, whether it's in Destiny 3, whatever. But I think this game sets it up where we actually have a good story leading into whatever could be the darkness, right? Like, we need Rasputin to fight the darkness. Like, there's no way we can beat the darkness without Rasputin. And I like that. And I like the fact that they played with the idea of this is a guy, machine. Like you said, that is loosely on our side. That could be on our side, or that could turn on us at any moment. By the way, shout out to Zavala for being a complete and utter like useless, the most complete useless FPC this time around. Um, so, uh, what are what are overall mine? I think we're very positive on it. I think a lot of it has to do with kind of the updates they've made to the quality of life of the game. Other than Warmind, or other, sorry, other than the campaign, what are some of the bright spots for you in this uh, new kind of re- resurgence of, any of the? Uh, or if you want to keep talking about Warmind as a whole, that's cool with me. What are what are your some favorite like in top highlights or things that really impressed you about Destiny again? Well, that
1: actually is a, a good segue into what my topic for the week was going to be, and that nice. was uh, the return of exotic weapons. Um, <laughs> I had yeah. not enjoyed exotic weapons in Destiny 2. Yes, same um, here. As much as I enjoyed getting exotics a lot when it first came out, you know, they, they toned that down a little bit. Now they're a lot rarer, but I just, I didn't care because nothing felt exciting. Um, nothing felt special in exactly. your Exactly. Yeah. It's like, this is just a a gold legendary. It's not any more powerful than any other legendary. 100%. Yep. Um, So, that was one of my favorite things, was watching these previews of the weapons that they were changing, you know, uh, Graviton Lance, even before they gave you a description of what was different, you saw the difference in those two-minute clips of people just exploding and then void projectiles
0: everywhere. I loved those clips that Bunchy put out, by the way, just because... You you we had those weapons because they they basically gave out exotics for free in vanilla Destiny too, but those clips got me so excited for so many of these guns. I could not stop watching them. They were so awesome. Yeah,
1: that's that's exactly how I felt. And you know, like with co- I have a couple coworkers that are big Destiny fans as well. Oh, nice! So one of us pulling it up and be like, "Hey, did you see this?" and talking about it, it's like comparing what we see is different and getting yeah. excited about it saying we liked it or we didn't like it yeah uh, that was that was so cool so it's it's exciting for me to pull all my exotics out again and start playing with them to see uh if i like how they feel now and if they're worth investing in and you know using that spot up for and then of course there's the new exotics or for me returning exotics i am so happy to have Soros regime back
0: oh man i'm so happy too I wish that Zerd didn't sell it that one week, only because, like, for me, I'm in it for the long haul this time around. You know what I mean? I can see myself playing for months and months and months. At least, I think I can make it to September, honestly. I really think I can. But for me, I, w- I kind of wish he didn't sell it, just because I, I want to I, I I get that feeling of earning it back again, you know, or earning it, or getting it through a drop and being so happy. Like, last night, I got Crimson to drop for the first time. And I never had that weapon before. And it is one of the weapons that I wanted the most. Like, every time my friends would use it, I'm like, so, like, inside, inside, I'm so jealous. I'm like, ah, I really want that weapon. Yeah, I'm dying a little bit every time I use it. I finally got it to drop from one of my milestones. By the way, how awesome it, I don't know if you've gotten this, but sometimes my milestones drop me two exotics at power level. It's awesome. I'm like, whoa, this is incredible. Because you know how it does double drops for milestones? I've had, like last night I got double exotics so it was really cool anyway I got crimson a drop last night and I could t- I, I could if you could have seen my face and then the way I reacted I, I I thought I was in destiny one for a moment like I've missed that about exotics
1: and I think that's what I've missed about loot in general in destiny Two is I just don't get the same excitement from drops as I did in destiny one and, and so oh yeah so exotics that are Good and exciting are definitely going to help with that. And I, I really wish I could have been there when you when you got that because I can only imagine the excitement. And that's that's the feeling I'm ready to have again. Even just buying Suros from Xur, maybe yeah. Yeah. I
0: love that gun. Sure. Um what are some of your favorite exotics that have uh, popped up back up? Like for me, it's gotta be Graviton Lance and and Vigilance Wing. Vigilance Wing I love so much, and I got the catalyst for it. By the way, we didn't even talk about catalysts. How awesome are catalysts? They completely—those to me are the game changers for exotics. Like exotics are good now. Wait till you have the catalyst. For me, I'm working on the Vigilance Wing uh, Catalyst. Not only does it give it a boost to range, which which it's already a powerful and, but it makes it full auto, which which is insane oh. to me, which is in- absolutely insane to me because all you have to do is worry about aiming after that. You know where pulse rifles you have to kind of tap your trigger making it full auto is amazing and like some of the other some of the other ones are incredible as well what are some of your favorite exotics that have have come and and by the way you have you like seen some of these catalysts about i haven't
1: i haven't really gotten a chance to dig into them yet like just as it came out i was moving uh into a house oh nice so I've been busy with that, and I've had a lot yeah. of things come up. So I just I haven't even got a chance to dig into all the new exotics and into this idea of catalysts. I think it's an awesome idea, and I'm excited to, to actually start playing with them once I have figured out which exotics I want to really dive into. But yeah. um, so like Vigilant Swing, I didn't even know that it made it full auto. That's incredible. oh yeah,
0: it's incredible. Um, I think the crimson crimson has a like a forty. uh It boosted up by forty percent or something like that for range. So it's basically a pulse rifle hand cannon like legitimate you can like because for crimson you would need like okay it goes into your primary slot so it's like a hand cannon but then you would need like a scout rifle to back it up for those longer engagements Mm -hmm. now with the catalyst for crimson all you need is crimson and then maybe like a sidearm or a or a submachine gun like it's that like it it can shoot that far with the cat catalyst to me you should definitely check them out catalysts to me are like big game changers I'll definitely dig into those.
1: Do you know what the catalyst is for um, Skyburner's Oath? Because that's
0: another one I was really. Um, I know there are some exotics like they, there are some exotics where they don't have catalyst yet. Um, so I think their plan long term is to have every exotic have a catalyst slot, but right now only a few exotics have that okay. catalyst spot. So I think Sky, Skyburner's Oath doesn't have a catalyst spot yet. But I'll tell you what that gun is so much fun to use. I don't know if you used it since mm-hmm. the update yet. Basically, what I do with it is I jump up in the air and uh, hit fire um, from the gun because it make it like basically makes it a grenade launcher. Except it's got like tracking grenades, you know.
1: Yeah. It, besides the tracking part, it makes me feel like I'm shooting the brute shot in uh, Halo Two. And oh, nice! It's one of my favorite guns to shoot in that game because it was just so ridiculous when you hit enemies with it and it's that's exactly what i like to do is just pepper pepper groups of enemies like in uh in public events when they land yep. they're running at me just area of effect explosions all over the place
0: yep 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 uh any other exotics that you're really into right now
1: uh not really um between suros and Skyburners, those are really the two that i've been uh playing with uh graviton lance of course because i like I like a good pulse rifle and the, the two shot and the explosions make me very, it's amazing very that, happy. that gun is so amazing yeah, yeah. yeah purple so, so just, purples just a great effect it just looks cool
0: hmm especially in PvP when when you're killing one of them and then a couple of them beside him they're all grouped up and they're you get that you get that four you get that quadruple play you know it's it's insane how good that how good that gun is um so overall exotic's good back everything good absolutely now I just gotta get right. myself
1: the sleeper again.
0: Oh, dude, that quest! Not only did that quest feel like Destiny One again. The good part of like Destiny One, it, it was it was a perfect grind for it. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break right here. Uh, we'll have a, just a short break. When we come back, we'll talk about some more exotics. We'll talk about some exotic changes to the armor that Bungie just released, and then we'll get back right into the this week at Bungie talking about the roadmap and then what's coming ahead in the future. Stay tuned, stick here, we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back, uh, back from the break. When we last talked, Drew, we were talking about exotics and that is a good segue to our, this week at Bungie. Um, I mentioned it earlier, but they just came out with a new, this, this week at Bungie on Thursday, I believe it was the 20 something fourth or something like that 24th. And they basically put a bunch of new things out, uh, Basically, it, it all it, it all comes down to uh, patch patch uh, patch one point two point one, and I don't know if you saw uh, Andrew, but there was a couple things that they changed specifically with the exotic armor, uh, which is really cool. Uh, exotic armor in terms of the sandbox, which is nice because they just did the exotic weapons now. So hopefully, it, it's like the armors time, and there was a couple armors. Um, I don't. You can read that there on this week at Bungie. But one of the things I did want to talk about, uh, was Iron Banner made its triumphant a return. Um, I don't. Did you get to play any Iron Banner this past week? I played about five matches. Okay, and what did you think this time around? I love that it's six v six again. But yes, goodness. forever okay yeah I I like the 6v6 it's funny because I started playing some crucible um, after the reset yesterday mm-hmm. going back to 4v4 and I felt like it just didn't feel right I don't know like I can see the pros and cons of both but at the same time I always felt like I was getting more I was getting more team shotted when it was when, it, when I was playing 4v4 where when I was playing 6v6 there was usually one or two dudes behind me when I went rogue. Like, if you go rogue on 4v4, you're probably going to get a team shot. Where on 6v6, my, I liked how if you went rogue, there's usually someone to back you up there. hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you were cutting in and out. Go ahead. Say what you are saying. Uh,
1: I, said, uh, I said, yeah, everyone kind of breaks up into the smaller squads in the 6v6 instead of the, the four-man squads. But uh, I, it just feels more correct to me. I guess part of that's Destiny 1, uh, old habits and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The six six. I don't know, it just it feels more fun to me, but I feel like Destiny's always been about lots of people in the same place doing things, just more action and and, and less time of just running in as a group, dying as a
0: group, reset, do it again. Right. Right. Yeah, did um one of the things with Iron Banner that I did want to bring up, which is very controversial, I don't know if you got to see this, but apparently there was an Iron Banner emote. Did you get to see that at all? I saw that the the $10 Yeah, emot- the $10 emote. So the problem here, at least the community ha- is the pro- the problem the community has with it, is that it's just that emote is specifically tied to Iron Banner. But Drew, what can't you do? Uh, I'm pretty confident that you
1: cannot unlock it anyway but bye-bye. You
0: can't play Iron Banner to unlock an Iron Banner emote. The only way to get it is To pay $10. How, what? Oh, how do you feel about that? I
1: think it's kind of dumb. I was extremely tempted to buy it anyway. Uh, <laughs> right. it, it looks pretty cool. I love everything that has to do with the Iron Banner and the Iron Wars. Yeah. That's my aesthetic. So I was extremely tempted to buy it. If it had come with some more engrams or maybe some some Iron Banner shaders and some Iron Banner gear or something, yeah. I would have been more tempted. But what it, what it came with just wasn't worth it, and I didn't really want to encourage Bungie's behavior. Yeah. It looks pretty cool.
0: I mean, the problem that I have with it, it's it's not that they sold an emote for $10 whatever. They can sell whatever emote they want for $10, whatever emote they want for any price, whatever. Like, that's not the problem I have with it. The only problem I have with it is that it was t- tied to a specific event. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, where they didn't have a way for you to rank up to even get a chance at getting an emote. Like, say if it was, like, a rank 50, you know, prize. If you've got a thousand um, tokens... ...need... ...we'd get that. But instead, the only way to do it was to buy it. Like, what if it had a raid emote or a raid, like, uh, something raid exclusive, like a raid dance a raid uh, emblem, and the only way to get it was not playing the raid, but to pay for it. I don't know. I I just feel like that was a bad, and honestly, that was probably like a little bit of a tone-deaf decision on Bungie's part. You know? Yeah, it, it definitely didn't make sense. Um, and
1: Bungie's done things where you can get, I've never done an emote, it's always been uh, emblems. If yeah. you buy something or support something, like in Destiny 1, you know, I got the Prayers for Nepal T-shirt and emote, or oh an nice, because
0: yeah. I want to support that. Or like yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought
1: the Destiny Two soundtrack, so yeah. I have a special emblem that you got for buying the Destiny Two soundtrack. So if it had been for-, for some sort of fundraiser or something, just like an emblem that's not a big deal, I think people would have been a little less upset about it. But going into emotes and making them now premium was uh, it tied to events? That
0: just doesn't seem like a good idea. Right. Yeah. No. I totally agree. I. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I'm not a big fan of, of tying specific event drops to Eververse and Eververse in general. I just have a problem with. But uh, I digress. You know what I mean? Like I just it is. I mean, they're going to do what they're going to do. Um, and I'm sure like a bunch of people ended up buying that emote, uh, which is in time. Like you were saying, I don't support the way that Bungie works. Um, what else? So on the, on the, uh, this week as Bungie as well, uh, they talked about, they gave us a roadmap. Uh, the other thing that they put on the, this week, is last week, is the new roadmap, uh, 1.1, 1. 1.2.1, 1, which came out Tuesday, specifically lists a couple things that they changed, including armor, exotic armor sandbox changes, um, heroic strike sandbox changes, which we talked about already, but the other thing that came to Tuesday, which comes out today? If you're if you're listening to this on a Thursday or yesterday, it came out yesterday on a Wednesday. Which if you're listening to it today on a Thursday, is the Crucible Labs true? Tell me about this Crucible Labs. What is it supposed to be? So Crucible what is it Labs to people is who don't know what it is, basically
1: Bungie's test server. Uh, most online games that have a PvP aspect, have a public test realm, a PTR, if you're going to hear that term thrown around a lot, uh, referencing uh, Crucible Labs. And it's where Bungie's going yeah. to test changes to the sandbox. Uh, new modes, new new maps, new new weapon changes, any and all of that stuff. You can jump in, play it, and then give Bungie your feedback. They're going to be specifically listening to feedback from people who are playing in, the, in this lab. Because they want us, the players, to dictate the changes they make. If something just doesn't feel right, they want us to tell them that so they don't put it in, and then we yell at them for putting it in.
0: Uh, yeah, it, we, needed, was, we needed this like two years ago, nice. right? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been nice. like, hey, by the way, heroic strikes don't really feel good. No, Or like, you know, time to kill doesn't really feel good. What is, um, how do you feel about this uh, specifically... In terms of this is, to me, this is a complete 180 from what Bungie has always done. Which is, Bungie's always done like, hey, let's go ahead and push something out. If the players don't like it, then we'll be more reactionary. This seems like a more preventative method for them to just, hey, what do the fans want? What do the players want? Does this feel good? So um, I like. How the do you idea. feel about the whole kind uh, of whole I think it's there? a good move
1: on their part. I don't know why they've decided to do things different, but I can remember with D1 every week in the week at Bungie them talking about what sandbox changes they were looking at at multiplayer that they were testing you know adding more damage to this or changing this weapon or tweaking this weapon set and I don't feel like they do that anymore Uh, you know they barely put out hot fixes or or patches to change sandbox balancing and so it's I guess they've decided now they need to focus on and this is kind of a way to crowdsource it but it, it definitely feels like they lost yeah, that yeah, aspect, yeah. and now they're trying to get it back, and also placate fans
0: by letting them be part of the process. Agree, agree. What's um what's some things you're looking forward to in terms of what they can be, make it potentially do with Crucible Labs? Like what like what new modes do you want to see, or do you want to see Time to Kill go lower and see how that works? Do you want to see the return of like for me, I want to see the return of, what would, what would it be like if we could have two tap hand cannons back? You know what that, I mean? Like, exactly What would that the feel one like? I was going to quote, actually, was, was
1: the hand cannon time to kill. It, it doesn't feel fun or useful yeah. in any way. Um, yeah. It's, I guess it's, it's just some of that balancing. Yeah. You know, making it, as, as much as people like to complain about being something being OP, I kind of like that aspect. I mean, one of the most fun one yeah. of the most fun weekends was when Me Prometheus
0: too. lens was broken, and they gave it to everybody. One hundred percent, that was the greatest. Did you Did you see their I meme that remember. they posted when that happened? Uh, I think like Deej uh, put a meme of uh, the Transformers robot huh. with all the lasers going everywhere. I, don't think I ever seen I'll have, to, I'll have to go look dig in for that. I'm sure I can find
1: it pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. So, so having something yeah. like, even if it's just in the the test getting it to go in and play with something and be like wow this is really overpowered and have a ton of fun with it and be like oh by the way this is op you know you'll get to experience that um in a way that other people won't if they're not playing in the in the crucible labs um but i I would also be open to finding new modes um just straight up shooting other players and yeah uh, i apologize we uh we just stopped very suddenly and i had to get off the road um that's all good now um no, no. But something no besides that, or or um, okay. capture Good. the yeah. bones, like give me something new. I I just want to find something. I don't I don't have particular ideas. I want I want to capture the flag again. I want I want something like that. Yeah. i am gotcha never a side big side fan of Rift. That's a dope. cool idea, but it um, never appealed
0: to me. Um, well, which one was Rift again? Was that the one where you had to like grab the ball and bring it back, or which one? I can't really remember. To be honest with you. Yeah.
1: You you grab. Or whatever they called it, and then back and slam it down. Yeah, I was never yeah. a fan. I mean, I guess it's basically oddball or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, below, but it just it never felt good to
0: me. I never had a good time, right? Um, the things that I want to see is I want to see what would time to kill like, just even like a point one, or even a point zero one, or point zero two, or point one, or point two difference in time to kill i understand why time to kill is where it's at right now like i totally understand it but what would it be like if we did have like two tap hand cannons or or what would it look like if scout rifles were the meta or what would it look like if if um shotguns were back into your secondary slot or you know some of these other some of the guns that in destiny one that were in that secondary slot are back in there like future rifles and shotguns like um, the other thing I would like to see is let, let's. Why don't we play with heavy ammo? You know, I, I don't think heavy ammo works in the Crucible right now. Um, the, the other day, Drew, I was playing some Crucible, and I can't tell you how many times a Titan would. I would be waiting at the uh, at the uh, heavy ammo box, and the Titan would just run around the corner at like three two, at like the three second mark. Titan shoulder charge me out of the way. And, and steal the heavy ammo from me. Like I just don't think it works, you know. Um, I, think what needs to, I think we need to play around. What happens if we do have um, heavy a heavy ammo box where whoever's close to it gets heavy and only once per match? Like I did like where heavy ammo was at the end of D one because I don't think heavy ammo works now because only one person gets it. But not only does one person get it, it's like often and everyone just waits for heavy and just grabs heavy and. Pretty much, who grabs heavy is going to win the game. I don't know, um, but things like that. Like I'm glad that we can have some place to test those changes, and but but more importantly, I'm really glad that Destiny and Bungie is finally listening to the player base uh, with the Crucible Labs. Yeah, I feel like they they've been
1: trying. I feel like to get people get back, back in a good and race. I'm Hoping it's not too late.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree, agreed. Agreed. Um, coming in the summer, we have the Heroes of Solstice event, which I have no idea what that. It's probably going to be like a like a Dawning event. Do you think it's going to be something like that? Oh yeah, because uh, I know they're also bringing in the Year One Triumph,
1: whatever they're going to call it. I don't know if those are going to yep. be combined, but yeah, I'm sure yep. it's going to be very much like the Dawning. Like as you complete these milestones, you'll get. Ornaments and, and shaders and whatnot and it'll be yep. decorated everywhere. Have you talked to everybody. I, I always enjoy those events. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Me they too. do to, to make this one unique
0: and, and, and it's a good give it a story. Yeah. agreed. And it's a good way to um, kind of have a break in between Warm Mind and of course the big the big changes coming in September. Um, the other things that are coming back, like you said, uh, Oh my gosh! I just had a brain fart. What did you just say? It's coming back. Oh, the triumphs, the triumphs is coming back this summer. Uh, the other thing coming back is more uh, exotic uh, armor changes, and then of course, also coming back, Drew, is bounties. I'm so excited for bounties to come yeah, back.
1: I'm, I'm really curious to see how they're going to implement them. You know, with the new the new way they track weapon quests and stuff. Yeah, I think is definitely their, uh not foreshadowing but their their first step towards bringing back bounties is now there is a space
0: yeah that can hold them because that was right missing right um anything else coming back and i can't really remember i think that's pretty much all of it right yeah the
1: only thing and i think this is september i don't know if we'll call that summer or not is you, you mentioned it briefly is weapons yeah the big one is in september I'm, yep oh i'm really hoping that one is uh Gets a little closer to D one. I know we
0: don't want them to just remake Destiny one and Destiny two, I, but we kind of. I'm, do. I'm. You know what? I don't want them to completely come back to Destiny one. Um, I think Destiny one is a fantastic game, but I do like the quality of changes they've made so far in D two. I think it's a completely different game than D one, but again, it's a good first steps back to what D one looks like in D two. Uh, but yeah, this the September one is huge. We'll have gear collections records, weapon slot changes, weapon randomization, which could be huge. Who knows if that's going to be random, uh, what's it called, Uh, random perks or, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, We have new gameplay modes and more yet to be revealed. I'm sure we'll get that in a couple weeks with uh, E3 coming up. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I think overall, Drew, what do you think about kind of the changes they've made since... Vanilla Destiny 2, since the beginning of the game. Uh, I wish it had launched this yeah.
1: way. Yeah. Um, I if it had launched this way, I don't think I would have stopped playing anywhere in there. Yeah. So that, uh, you know, I, I went. I went several months. Same here. It
0: Same on. here. I mean, the whole battle royale uh, phase came. I, yeah. But okay. yeah, Destiny. You know, I'll always explain Destiny like it always feels like home. You know, you know, I always feel like when I come back to Destiny, it always feel like home. Um, and I, I'm really sad that I had to leave for a couple of months, but at the same time, I think it needed to happen. You know, I think Bungie needed to understand that the game that they shipped wasn't good enough. The game that they shipped, players weren't happy with. The way, the, phlo- the philosophical changes they made to the game, including... The slot machine, you know, Ingrams and and Eververse, and it just wasn't the game we wanted coming off the of Destiny one. And you know what? Here and now, I think it's a good game. I think I finally am happy with what we're playing. And I always and I'm, I'm, I'm the number one thing is I'm constantly thinking about the game, and I'm and I'm sure you are too. Oh yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add to uh, kind of all this, all the changes and everything?
1: No, I'm. I'm just excited to, to really dig in, you know. I've done I've done the DLC, I've got things still to do on Mars, and I've just got things that I never got around to doing in the first place. So I'm excited to to be excited again. Yes,
0: exactly. I just hit three seventy two last night, true. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, dude. I'm so excited. And that's only on my hunter. So how I do it, pro tip for all you guys listening, is if you're trying to level up different characters each week, what you want to do is start with your main and then Go to your secondary. And then the next following week, start with your secondary characters and go backwards to your main, um, if you can. Because it just, like, powers them up faster, in a way. So, yeah, pro tip. Um, Before we go, Drew, I did want to tell the listeners, especially the listeners who are playing uh, our podcast, we've decided, is coming out on Thursday. So, that means a lot of people work during the week. They're going to be coming back and jumping back into Destiny on Friday, uh, if you've been playing, you probably know this already, but if you're coming back uh, for the first time this week, especially if you have worked all week, I uh, just want to go through the Weekly Reset thread. That way you know. Um, we have Nightfall, which is the Tree of Probabilities. Uh, we have Flashpoints on Titan this this, this week. Uh, the Meditations, you can always get from uh, Ikora. Cruci- weekly Crucible uh, playlist is Rumble. Uh, Heroic Strike Burn. Sorry, just annoying in my opinion. I played yesterday true and it was brawlers yeah i was playing yesterday and it was brawler and um like th- and no radar so thrall and like all these enemies would jump behind you and one te- one hit you with their melee it was it was it was really annoying uh, but i am i kind of do like how um the weekly or the uh the heroic strikes change their modifiers every day that's kind of cool that is good. And I did have one thing to note about
1: heroic strikes. Real quick, yeah. If you don't
0: mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 definitely. I am so glad they took Exodus Crash out of rotation. Oh god. My do goodness. I hate that strike with yeah. a passion? <laughs> it's terrible. The problem is that no boss should ever be, um, what's it called? Uh, there should never be like a damage gate on on bosses. Like I like bosses where you get a chance to do as much damage as possible with, and like. With and if you can like one phase the boss, hey, that's on you. You know what I mean? That's great. But that boss is yeah. doubly especially bad. Like really bad.
1: Yeah, I have no issue there being a timer or something where, okay, you're out of time, the boss is gonna move now and be invincible for a minute. Cool. But it's like, oh, you did ten percent damage, time for him to delete.
0: Yep. Exactly. That boss is the worst. Um uh Leviathan raid if you're doing the raid this week, which I did yesterday. Um, by the way. Drew, he needs to come raid with us. We, my group, we can do it in about forty-five to an hour now. Sweet. Um. Uh. The challenge is callus this week, so if you're if you're doing the raid, the callus raid, basically you have to do all four plates at the same time, and the order is dogs, gauntlet, baths, and callus. Anything else, Drew? Before we go. Nope, I'm good. We're back, baby. Let's go. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch us uh, every Thursday here on Guardians with Concerns, a a weekly Destiny podcast. You can find uh, me, if you want to tweet at me, at John Prezay. Drew, where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me on the Twitters at WalkerTN15. WalkerTN15. You can follow subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. If you like this Destiny podcast, go and give us a five-star review. We would greatly appreciate it. And uh, if you have any questions... Uh, come email us at pvechatpodcasts at gmail.com. Until next week, thank you. Drew, thank you so much for being back. We I truly appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. This is fun. I'm glad we're doing this. We're right. back, baby. All right, I'll catch you later. We're back. Bye, guys. Guardians, by have fun in, in, on the Traveler and, and in space. Bye.